What an amateur. I got a faction against super... This is it's not making up for anything, but I actually got like a super professional, awesome microphone. But you can't connect it without a super special cable that has broken. So... Uh-huh. Know what I hear? I hear excuses. 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 Excuses are lies. Yes. Lies are beautiful. Excuses are ugly little lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I saw a Choco really shirt. Excuses are lies. Okay. It's on brand. My favorite quote I got deep down the Choco uh, rabbit hole for a while and, you know, I read all his books. I listened to, I don't know. 30 of his podcasts is like 3,000 of somebody else's. They're so intense That's sometimes in dark. <laughs> you know, especially when he starts reading some kind of a yeah. old war Mark. book. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know, it's, it's, and it's then the Korean stuff. chopped off his finger and barbecued it and ate it to stay alive. He was looking at them in the eye and for three days they didn't talk and nobody moved <laughs> he knew evil was here and he had to be good like it's like jesus christ you know you're just walking to the gym you know trying to look pretty and he's like giving you the <laughs> shit uh but uh but the my favorite quote from all the stuff that i heard from him and read from him still is uh, is him or somebody else telling him, you know, don't you ever look at chocolate donuts or sugar glazed donuts and think, oh my God, yummy, you know, I could just have one. And he goes, when I see that, all I see is I go, you are weakness. What I see on this plate is weakness. I don't want to eat weakness. I don't want to be weakness. Like that's what a donut is to me. Weakness with sugar on top of it. It's like... <laughs> And now anytime I think about donuts, I'm like, this is just weakness with some chocolate on top. <laughs> you know, I still, that, that I love. I finally stumbled and am now fully immersed the Charles Bukowski world. And I am in the flow of things. I read whatever the fuck it's called, Ray and Ham, Ham on Rye, something. And that it was good, but it was about this childhood in the Great Depression, L.A., this really angry child. And, you know, I, it was good, but I was not loving it. I was not, you know, particularly enjoying the torment of this kid uh, and how he was tormenting others. I was just like, this is not fun. But then i read the post office thing because you mentioned a couple of times ah, i remember one book when it works at a post office i ought to read this again and that heard twice from you is enough of a recommendation for me and i was like nah, i'll throw this in there it it has taken me a decade of knowing about charles bukowski before reading a book i'll throw that in there and then i saw i thought i'll start reading and if it's the same kind of vibe i'll just move on to something else and then I saw on Kindle, it's a two and a half hour read. And I was like, Psh, all right, I'll, fi I'll finish this. Then I have two Bukowski books. I can put a check mark behind this and do something else. And I'll revisit this some other day. And that the book was more fun, you know, for obvious reasons. It's more kind of an adult debauchery, you know, some just adult fu fuckery. 
which I always enjoy. Like I enjoy degenerates, you know, people that are just like artful. I am your friend. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> artful degenerates. I don't have enough degenerates in my life directly. You know, it's a world I never really stepped into. But from afar, from a point of art, I've always enjoyed these characters in movies. I enjoyed these characters in comedy. And actually, one of the one of the ones in most recent memory that I remember that I really studied and reveled in and really gave me tremendous amounts of pleasures was Artie Lang, which is a stand-up comedian that was on the Howard Stern Show, like a, a radio comedian host on the Howard Stern Show. And Artie Lang might be one of the best degenerates documented, right? Just the sheer amount of stories about him and the kind of life, like he was on heroin for six years on the most popular radio show on earth. He, stories about hookers and drugs and alcohol and gambling addiction and being overweight all kinds of crazy, insane stories. And he's a, he's a tremendous storyteller. Like this guy's a, you know, 10 out of 10 storyteller. So when Howard Stern would get him to talk and get some of this gold nuggets and, and Howard Stern is an amazing interview interviewer. So once in a while he would get him to talk and then just magic would happen and you would have these most insane, fun, ridiculous, enjoyable stories to listen to. For a while, I just, I don't know, I was just bathing in that. So it was giving me a very specific kind of pleasure that I couldn't access in my normal life. Probably to a fair degree because I've never degenerated really. Like I had, you know, as we all have, I have my moments where I was not like the most upright citizen the best of myself and all that but never really not not even close to it this morning i woke up and i thought i fantasized for a moment what would it be if i just went on a wild bender the entire week i just gonna start drinking now just gonna start drinking in the morning smoking cigarettes in bed reading bukowski and then i'm gonna be writing at night taking some you know some quadruple espresso shots uh, some Adderall and then just writing and just like degenerate. Just don't show up at any work-related thing. Don't answer my emails to pick up my phone. No stories from my kids. Just fucking go on a bender. <laughs> and I couldn't even enjoy the fucking fantasy for more than two seconds because instantly I was like, so you just can't, you can't do that. You won't be able to enjoy it. That's the problem. I won't be able to be careless and carefree and forget about the world just by drinking alcohol and all. I just can't. And then it was like, what a bummer, like that I can't. Like, look at me. And then, you know, I turned it around in my head and I was thinking, you know what? You're too much of a coward to be a degenerate because being a degenerate needs a certain level of courage, right? You have to have the tremendous courage to not care and to let, to disappoint everyone and to just go, you know what? I'm just going to drown these thoughts in alcohol and drugs. I'm going to drown these negative emotions and I just won't care. I will just, I will just run to whatever place is most indulgently escapist 
and will seem most fun and away from all responsibility. You have to have some balls and some guts. I'm not saying that the Jenners are the most courageous people in the world. Obviously, that would be a crazy statement. But many degenerates I was pondering this morning might be a lot more courageous than the average person that just decomposes away and just doesn't live at all. Like, is not courageous enough to go all out and running down their life and ruining themselves. They just let the ruin happen over a 50-year span, trying to not inconvenience anybody, right? Who is more courageous? The, the guy that's living alone, that is, you know, every night sitting in front of the TV, eating four packs of potato chips, uh, drinking, you know, four gallons of Coke, and then falls asleep on some TV show. Or the guy that's out there, you know, in a fucking dark alley that's getting into a fist fight afterwards, gets drunk, pukes, goes with a, a prostitute and wakes up in some place he doesn't remember how he got to. Now tell me, who took more risks on life? Who took more risk on life and gave life more of a shot? Now, it was a crazy shot. It was a childish shot. It was a shot that you could have never won that lottery long term. But at least this person is taking a shot on life versus that guy is slowly but surely doing the same thing. It's just less inconvenient, less dramatic. Nobody notices it. Nobody cares really because he's not making a big fuzz. He's not causing any trouble. But 40 years down the line, he just dies on some, you know, diabetes or heart disease or something else. And what has that person really done? Oh, he was not an alcoholic because he, you know, well, great. Congratulations. Oh yeah. He was never in jail. He didn't sleep with prostitutes. He never got into a fist fight. He never got robbed. How is that? How is that? More? I mean, society likes that more, right? Because you're causing less issues. And you know, we're over glorifying here. Degenerate. A degenerate could also be in a car accident and kill your children, right? That's not fun. Like that's not funny. The generator could be your fucking father or your mother and give you hell as your upbringing. That's not fun, right? For anybody. Like this, I mean, obviously there's negatives, you know, that I don't want to downplay. But you got to give the degenerates that they have. They have some guts. They have balls. They have some they have zestful some life. life. <laughs> yes, <go>. they have <laughs> some zestful life. They, they, like, they don't have the tools for whatever reason to cope with life and master it and conquer it in some other way. But they but know they there's all, something there and they try to go after it. They have fight in them. They don't, yes. they're not willing to just lay down and have society walk over them until it's over. They're like, I can't win. I'm not a winner. I don't know how to play this game, but I'm going to ruin this party for all of you. You know, at least I've lived. You know, at least I did something. Maybe it'll give me some pleasure. Maybe I'll have some fun for a moment as people screaming at me. At least I'm alive. Something. You will know I existed, right? I'm not going to just lay here and then when the party's over, nobody even knew I was ever here. I'm, I'm going to shake you out of your dream of bullshit with your dreams. Yeah. And, and, you know, to some degree, my life will be a knockly mirror towards some of your life and some of this world's, you know, dark sides that nobody wants to look at and pretend it's not there. And I'm not going to be a cooperating citizen that goes into the closet and hides these parts. I'm going to 
very publicly and uglyly. Uglyly is not, <laughs> not even a word, but I like it. I'm going like to hold on to it. Very uglyly. uglyly you know, <laughs> I'm going to stand in the middle of town, puking, shitting myself, and then getting in trouble, right? And I don't give a fuck. There is guts in that. There's, there's, there's some courage in that that I don't have. Like, I'm just like, ah, oh, it could be fun, but I just can't be bothered to deal with all the stress and all the trouble. And I don't want to be that to all the people, you know, in my life and all that. Probably so, also have other means at your disposal in other ways of... Yes. You know. <laughs> yes. Having zest for life, I have other outlets for and have a, a rich life. But I'm also a bit of a pussy and would not dare to go this hard at it. So I cowered this morning and instead of starting drinking in bed, smoking a cigarette, ashing into my fucking bed, reading Bukowski and then you know at least visiting for a vacation just for a week visiting the world of degeneratism i cowered and just you know got up and did yoga and never did i feel myself more like a pussy than this morning doing <laughs> yoga when an alternative me would be in bed drinking whiskey and smoking a cigarette you know i'm just doing some you know some yoga poses over here taking a shower and then you know, try to, to work on some email. Drunken yoga. Dr there's something to that. If you watch drunken Kung Fu movies, yep. Jackie Chan, Drunken Master, classic movies, amazing movies, probably something to it. Um, but I finished post office, you know, last night, this morning, so I thought, this wanna, was a fun. What? If you wanna, what? Another, another recommendation is notes of a doodling man. Oh, yeah. I just started with woman, and I have to say that one so far I fucking love. I was okay with him on Rye. I was thinking post office was fun, you know, fun. But women so far I fucking love. Well, that's exactly the, well, this is exactly the kind of degeneratism that I need in my life, you know, that I enjoy. It's basically telling the tale of him post his fifties where he starts, starts slowly accumulating fame, mm -hmm. publishing a few books and kind of, you know, the drinking, the women, the woman problem, the fights that, and it's just perfection. It is like all kinds of problems with women in the most, you know, fun way, you know, unwrapped for your consumption. It's just, I, you know, I'm only 20% into the book, but this book is fucking fun. Like this book is, is the shit. Like I'm really, I'm, I'm really into it so far. 